Betty Boop, welcome to Project Runway All-Stars. Aw, thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> Hi, Project Runway All-Star designers. I'm Betty Boop. Press record. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest. And I'm Samilia. And of course, um, thank you so much for listening. We're so glad you're here. And if you're listening to us, then you know where to find your podcast. But just in case, <laughs> you can download us on all your <laughs> favorite podcast formats like SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, even Apple iTunes. Um, and speaking of Apple uh, iTunes, you can find us there. Please leave us a review or tell your friends so more fellow Project Runway fans can join in on the conversation. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Workroom, where we post our episodes, and on Instagram at The Workroom Podcast. And of course, um, for you returning um, visitors, um, returning listeners, I mean, and our first time visitors, we have our cheat sheet with our final looks on this week's runway. You can find that link in the link section of our podcast description page. We will prompt you when it is time. Um, Oh, right. In the bracket battle, because <laughs> the battle is getting oh, interesting. Man. La, oh, man. La, la. There's an update <laughs> to the bracket battle. And uh, it's between Team Samilia, Team Ernest, and Team Nayland. Yay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Nayland um, is our beloved frequent guest. And he was on the podcast last week on our last episode. Um, I mean, just to get, want to give him a shout out because we also had a great response to that episode because of Nayland. Um, so we had um, some listeners ask us some questions and um, reach out to us because he raised um, a few important notes, um, namely um, the lack of plus size models, and uh, which is especially poignant for this episode that we're going to mm -hmm. discuss. Also, yeah. um, Georgina Chapman and the Harvey Weinstein dispute. Um, so if if you guys are unaware, so um, I hope you guys are not. I think everyone should understand, know <laughs> about the Harvey Weinstein thing that um, exploded and is ongoing at the moment. Um, almost every day um, we're hearing of new allegations that um, of assault, of rape or of intimidation, um, that involve him indirectly. And Georgina Chapman um, is currently in the um, uh, currently getting a divorce from him. She's filing. It hasn't um, gone through. And um, I, you know, me, especially Samelia, like I barely remember her name. I call her Marquesa all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that she was married to Harvey Weinstein, but I knew it goes in and out like where I knew that um, that this was something that had been surrounding the um uh because um that stuff sort of broke around October of 2017 which was towards the middle of Project Runway Prime and while we were gearing up for All Stars so there was a um a little bit of a freak out or a little bit of I should say uncertainty as to whether the show All Stars would return and if it uh -huh. did would Georgina be a judge or if not so um so first a shout out to Sweeter Nadia for um, your lovely feedback on that. And then also the real Rachel Hendrick for your um, wonderful questions. So we're going to respond to a question that um, the real Rachel Hendrick sent us on Instagram. And um, 
she wanted to know our thoughts about the Weinstein uh, and Georgina Chapman dynamic and and what that bodes for the future of all stars. And also, if they were to replace Georgina or if she were to leave, who would be qualified to replace her? Who would we think would be um, someone who could take that place? And so, um, yeah, so so Samelia. Yeah, um, I want to pose that question to you because we we haven't talked, we haven't spoken about it or revealed, like what we what we think. But um, yeah, what what's, what what is your response to all of this? Right. Well, honestly, I would love to see a little more diversity on the judging panel. And somebody that I've followed for many many years now is Stella Jean. Oh, and she so she is she was born in Rome and she's mixed her her father is Italian and her mom is Haitian. So Mm -hmm. she's, you know, she's a fashion designer that works in in Rome. And she um, like I love the fabrics that she uses. She uses um, prints like from her Haitian background and she combines it with like the technique that she's learned, like her Italian technique. So her her clothing have always really spoken to me and I just love like the vibrancy and the prints that she uses and the florals and just like the combinations and she like in some of her talks she even talks about um you know like bringing black and white together um through her clothing and you know like it's so her so mm-hmm. I would just I would absolutely love <laughs> to see her as one of the judges, I think that would add some um, just really great dynamic to the judging panel. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful What about choice. you? I yeah. had, I actually had a few. And I, you know, and I was thinking of just in terms of this season and how I think some of the stakes need to be raised a little bit. Um, but, but first, you know, I did have some thoughts about, um, you know, Georgina Chapman and Harvey Weinstein and sort of the um, the how how what's happening with their marriage and also how their marriage has been wrapped up in the existence of Marquesa might mm-hmm. affect the show. So, you know, I always call her Marquesa. So, uh, you know, I, I think <laughs> if you listen to our podcast, you know that she is co-founder of Marquesa, which is the, the fashion house. That's not her name. It's a fashion house. Um and, you know, uh, there there have been, oh, gosh, the, uh, the way I think a lot of people characterize Marquesa is that the only reason why it's, it's successful is because Harvey Weinstein throughout the years, throughout the decades have forced and I and I I quote that word, quote unquote, forced a lot of um, the actors um, and actresses in his um, hemisphere, which is quite a, a large one. Um, he he kind of like pushes Marquesa dresses onto them. And that was sort of the back and forth that was happening around, um, you know, at, uh, during this whole Weinstein thing when Georgina um, uh, announced that she was filing for a divorce and she wrote uh, an article in People essentially addressing this directly. And, and I think it takes a, a bit away um, from the, um, the like her autonomy as a designer and as someone we've seen on the show who is very, very knowledgeable and obviously mm-hmm. is, is, is very steeped in fashion history and in someone who is extremely technical. She's, she's sort of like the Zach Posen of yeah. all stars where she can, she notices those seams that 
<laughs> Marilene can't mix up really, you know, and she, she notices all those little things that I, that I have personally um, taken as um, um, something that's very notable. And I've learned a lot having her on the show and um, being able to see how, what her eye is like. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I would love, I, I think that she's going to be fine. And I, 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 I tend to think of her because I forgot that they were married. I don't see her um, wrapped up in, in Weinstein, but also be, being able to see her designs. I think independently, she's a beautiful designer um, and she definitely has a market. And then, and that there are, you know, red carpet walkers who would, I'm pretty sure would wear her dresses um, of their own cognition. Like there, it's not as if they would mm-hmm. have to have someone to bribe them or threaten their careers to, to wear these clothes. Um, but I, again, that, that is also something that is extremely complicated and kind of wrapped up in a lot of what happens in the business of Hollywood and fashion. Um, right. Also, um, I, I just thought it was really um, interesting to note that, um, I, you know, there have been a lot of designers on the show who have been guest judges who I miss. So, in in the occasion that that she might leave, um, I would love to have back Ellie Tahari, who was Ooh. very prominent in yeah. the first few seasons of Project Runway mm-hmm. All Stars, and also um, is someone who's still doing quite well. And you know, he's more ready to wear, but um, very established. Rachel Roy, I think, has always been a joy when she's been on, mm-hmm. and um, to me, she's almost like a one to one with uh, Georgina in terms of her ability to be constructive in a very helpful way. And, you know, yeah. the way she communicates things, it's like she gives you suggestions. She's not going to Anne full and whiter you. But um, <laughs> also, I would like to see Anne full and whiter there. I think she doesn't need to be in the workroom. After thinking about this, I'm like, I think she would be more effective as someone who yeah. has stakes in the game. So we have Nina Garcia, who is now the editor-in-chief of Elle, but... Um, you know, when she was, she was an executive at Marie Claire, uh, who was a major sponsor. I think we need a major sponsor on that panel and, and full and wider. It's great there. Um, mm-hmm. and also in just in terms of dream designers, I would love to see Duro Alowu, who is one of my favorite designers. I've, I follow him on, um, uh, on Instagram and he, you know, he uses amazing prints and, and is, uh, he's a designer out of London. And uh, if you don't know his work, I'm pretty sure you guys all do. I, 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 he is a voice that I don't, um, I, I don't, I think I, we rarely see. And I think along the lines of Stella Jean as well, where there are these um, uh, designers on the African diaspora and they're doing amazing works that are very forward thinking and, and, um, but they're still commercial yet, um, yet high fashion. And I think that, I don't know, I would love to see him talk to some of the designers and sort of get a, a deeper understanding of like, you know, how he would be able to add a little bit to the show and kind of maybe just spice it up a little bit in terms of just, I don't know. Yeah. So just, just, just umph, a little bit more umph here. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are our thoughts, but um, do you have anything else to say, Samilia? Or no, I mean, I was also um, thinking about Edward Enninful. He, oh, he's, uh, right. Yeah, he's I don't know right who that is. The, 
So he is the fashion and style director for W Magazine. Oh. And he he um he's been editor for Vogue, like the Italian Vogue and American Vogue. Um, but mm. he actually started as a model and then was an editor. And then uh, he was like all throughout his career was doing styling, um, sort of like on the side, like freelance. But he's another one of the, you know, like black British voices. He's <laughs> he's born in Ghana, but um, sort of grew up in Europe. And I mean, like his work is has been really, really phenomenal. So I, it would be cool to have him yeah. as a judge as well. We have a plethora of people so we can choose many from choices. If, uh, and if again, Georgina were to ever leave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe she could be the executive producer, you know, and kind of like, I don't know. I, you know, I, there's so many things that they could do with this show as a separate entity in and of itself, apart from prime. But I think that there are a lot of, lessons that they still need to learn from project runway prime um, yeah yeah and 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 we were talking a little about that off podcast if you want to talk about that Samelia. i i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah because how are you how are you feeling about we're, we're i think we're kind of halfway through the season or a little bit more than halfway through yeah. And uh this was what their sixth challenge? Yeah, yeah, challenge number yeah. six. Okay. This was <laughs> so weird, this opening. Yeah. Which kind of I mean it coincides with our, our feelings about <laughs> what the what are you what in the world? Yeah, we were both weirded out by this challenge, listeners. So um for a couple for a few reasons. Not not Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's get into the episode. Here we are. Yeah. Um, so we we open on the runway. Um, not after not not until we go through the whole epilogue again and I have to relive Amanda getting getting eliminated. Oh my bracket. So um, so Alyssa meets the designers back on the runway and this is another thing Nalen brought up. We still don't know if the designers are living within four walls. We never see them. <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah check in. Check Who back knows? In next they could be week. in the park across the street. <laughs> you know, they could be living in Times Square near Parsons somewhere. <laughs> um, but we we see them back on the runway, and Alyssa um, gives them a very uh, kind of an uh, an enigmatic and a little opaque of an intro, where she's. She's like, you guys will be designing for an icon. She's an actress, a singer, a dancer, and then one of the most famous and timeless stars in Hollywood. And <laughs> what I love is that, you know, the designers are 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 uh, racking their brains trying to figure out who she's talking about because it's kind of all over the place. And it could be anybody because mm-hmm. also timeless. So Edmund's like, oh, yeah, Rihanna or... I think he mentioned Beyonce or something like that. Somebody, did, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if remember he did it. everyone. <laughs> but yeah, they're all just like, wait, wait, who can this be? And uh, out comes in the Betty scram. Boop. Betty Boop. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so um, I was watching. I was very curious about the reactions from the designers. I think it's rare when we have animation 
on this show. Is this the first time we've ever had that an animated is, character? We've had Muppets. So you've had what else have we had? I think we've we've had Muppets, and we have had Barbie <laughs> well, dolls, but they haven't been animated. We have we've had toys. Um, that's different. <laughs> yeah, it is different. Um, yeah. So this animated Betty Boop walks onto the runway. And I'm just wondering, how did they get her shadow on there and everything? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, you're looking at a lot of details. That's a really good observation. Yeah. Because the way she moved sort of reminded me of Isaac Mizrahi. So I started, like, she did this That's thing funny. where she kind of grabbed at the air the way Isaac does, where when he's trying to express himself with his arms a little bit, and he's like, he has his hands out. <laughs> So I started imagining Isaac dressed up in one of those outfits for CGI with the white balls all over his body. Have you ever seen that? The way they kind of animate your body? I have. Yeah. yeah so I imagine him on the runway just like acting like Betty Boop or, or Isaac Mizrahi or whatever and just doing little things with, his, with balls all over his body. And everyone having to look at him and be like, yes, I, I, I mean, Betty, not not Isaac, Betty. I don't know. It was so <laughs> weird. I'm like, I want to be on the set to see what this was like. I know. I really want to know yeah. what that was like. Oh, man. But still, like, I was surprised that everyone's response, like the the uh, cast, they were mm. all super excited. I'm like, come on, y'all. This is a cartoon. I know. Like, did they just tell you to be really excited about this? Yes, they and- did. <laughs> they were like, if you are excited, we'll give you $1,000. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I would be surprised. Because that's what it would take for me. I'm like... Because I can't hide anything on my face. My face is very honest. And so I would have been just a little freaked out and weirded out having to pretend that Isaac Mizrahi is Betty Boop. So I don't know. (laughs) Just like, I don't think I could do this. I'm a terrible. I would be awful at acting. Well, Um, notice they didn't show everybody's response. (laughs) I know. They showed Joshua's response. Joshua seemed a little like, really, guys? He put his head down. A lot of people just seemed a little confused. (laughs) <laughs> um but fabio is is obsessed with her apparently he has a little clock on his wall and he does this cute little side to side like a betty boop impression yeah. of his of his clock um his little hips going side to side and uh yeah and then the creepy character gets out and tells them their prompts oh my gosh betty boop so <laughs> <laughs> so betty wants to inspire the young girls in Hollywood today. She wants the designers to design a young, chic, fun Hollywood look. And, uh, okay, so she <laughs> says a chic, fun Hollywood look. And I looked at Edmund immediately and I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Like, oh. I, I was like, holy shit, this is a prompt for Edmund and he's going to mess this up. I just knew it from oh, the very beginning. I, was, I did not have high hopes for him. Um <laughs> Because, but also like a lot of these designers, because I think that this hi- this idea of a fun Hollywood or Hollywood chic is something that we've seen them do quite often throughout mm-hmm. the lifetime of this show. And, um, but uh, I I think the spin is that she wanted something that really stood out and um, was designed according to her fashion her fashion style, which is playful, but she doesn't like to take things too seriously which is playful um even though she's described the same thing using different words and she also wants to be at the forefront of fashion 
So. Yeah. So, all right. And then the prize for this, hold on to your seats, guys. The prize for this is the wing designer will get to design an exclusive collection for Torrid.com, which will be carried online and in select stores nationwide. So that's the prize. (laughs) And, you know, Torrid.com is a very distinct kind of website. So, Samelia, do you know what kind of clothes are... Like what the style of Torrid, the, t- the style of Torrid, like it's it's pretty much it's like it, it it it's a wide range, but it's also quite specific. And um, how is it specific? Well, it's so it's uh, specific in that it it serves mainly plus size or ten sizes ten to thirty. Yeah, women sizes ten to thirty. So. Here we are, guys, and this is, a, again, one of Nalen's topics that he brought up last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went so long without talking about. Um, maybe this is how they're addressing what they have had addressed on Project Runway Season 16. And this is how they're introducing um, plus-sized... Uh, I don't know. I It's just... <laughs> I mean, it's... it's um. We're, we're, this is it's a weird way of addressing plus sizes um, to put this out there, but also to net to not make a reference to what kind of website tour.com is or what their exactly mission is like house. if you don't know, you have to look at it like nobody's going to just know that unless you, yeah. already know, you know. Yeah. So that was weird a little bit. Right. And then, yeah. So and the models were still like super super thin. You have some you have very thin models this season. And and it's very obvious this um this episode as we move along through we'll be able to see. But um I don't know. I also thought it was quite weird that they didn't really give the designers any more information about Betty Boop herself because mm-hmm. in terms of Betty Boop, she's been around since the 30s there 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 are lots of public domain things out there that you can go see and i looked up some cartoons just to sort of refamiliarize myself um a lot of them are problematic because it is from the 1930s so you have to be very specific about which things you do show you have to you know scan them make sure you're not re-perpetuating a lot of the racist stereotypes that are in some of these betty boop commercials or um cartoons i should say um Mm -hmm. But she is also relevant to fashion, and I think they did a little bit of a disservice to the designers in not giving them a little bit more background. So yeah. that those are that those are just my thoughts on this prompt here. So yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, also the nitty gritty is that their budget is two hundred dollars, and it's a one day challenge, guys. Are we surprised? <laughs> not at all. No. After um, all, it is all stars. All stars. One day, only one day challenge. They're on a show for two weeks. Just kidding. So um, we're off to Mood. Yay. So Yay. what's nice about Mood is that they get to sketch here. We don't even get to go to the workroom where they don't get to sketch on stage. It's just like, guys, go to Mood. Sketch here. Which to me, I think is luxury time because it's so bright in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I mean, but being able to sketch amongst your materials, like that's, I, I mean, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I know you're the same way where fabric kind of speaks to you. Yeah. So if you're like in the midst of it all, it may even be easier to sketch. 
Exactly. And you can kind of see the way they walk in and they're so comfortable there now. And it's sort of like their own little classroom and which <laughs> mood is actually, they have classes there. Um, shout out to mood. If you're in New York and want to take sewing classes, they offer them there. And um, yeah, it's kind of nice to sort of be in that little energy as well. So did anything stand out to you during sketch time and run around for mood fabrics time? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, so Stanley, he talked about doing like a beaded collar and, and romper or whatever, which to me seems super minimalistic. Hmm. Um, which I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what he was going for or whatever, but he mentioned focusing on glamorous and playful. Mm. And I'm like, well, your sketch doesn't really show that. So I'm... I'm already like Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, I should have been worried about Stanley too. I forgot about Stanley. <laughs> well, we're always worried about Stanley. Always so. worried. Yeah. <laughs> because that was his line when on his season during his uh his final his finale collection was based off of glamour in Hollywood, like Hollywood glamour specifically. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, no, he he sketches his romper thing. It's like whatever okay great it's like old hollywood maybe even though he says he wants his his uh his woman to go to the nickelodeon awards or teen choice what yeah i was like stanley yeah dude no No (laughs) not that young it's like it could be young but like but they were talking about like 18 year olds i think in terms of anything about young hollywood and i guess young hollywood does go to nickelodeon awards or teen choice not yeah, but but what he sketched was not he was it was, he was saying something else with his sketch. That's no, definitely not she was going definitely. Back. I still think that the editors are shading Stanley because he just seems like the least <laughs> self-aware designer. <laughs> Girl, watch him be like the last one standing or something. I know. I'd be so mad. Oh my god, Samelia, <laughs> that would make no, me mad. Don't do it. I, oh, oh, my teeth. Oh. <laughs> I'm all warming up. Oh, it's Stanley oh, made it. Man. Come on. Oh man. All right. Um. Yeah. One thing. Yeah, what did you think about Merlene? Uh, oh, her God. sketch in in all of this time and mood. <laughs> so I wrote down in my notes, Merlene again sketching something that I'm not sure she can make. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate yeah, she... her ambition as always. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Because she, mm-hmm. she uses what I think are kisses of death for her, which is structure versus draping. I'm intrigued, but yeah. again, I love I love the way her mind works. It's just that I wish that she could... Re- I wish... Oh, man. I want her to be able to pull this off. I think she's yeah. capable, but um, I also didn't think that this idea of structure versus draping was the way to go for a character like Betty Boop. For this challenge to... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, essentially yeah. she was doing what she's always been doing and, and not necessarily thinking about the challenge, but thinking a little bit about, um, I don't know, I, you know, she's she the execution and she's actually going to be able to complete it. Right. And, you know, in the way right. she hopes. She's not thinking yeah, about another thing, sexy or anything like that. So. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, she wanted to have it be comfy and sexy. And I'm like, eh. that's possible. Like, again. But again, her sketch didn't look right. It yeah. didn't look like it was gonna be comfy. No, you know, no, it didn't. I don't know what she was going for. Um, I don't know if she knew. 
man. What do you think about Joshua's Joshua's behavior during sketch time? Joshua on your bracket. He's not here to make <laughs> friends, guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> What what was he? How was he acting during sketch? You know what? He seems so sure of himself, which I think that confidence is great. Yeah, I think he is so angry and we haven't seen a lot of him. He hasn't really been cut into the last five episodes. We He had his little freak out where he he air kicked at Anne last right. week. He pantomime kicking her ass. Yeah. And yeah, then you get um, a glimpse of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like he's been angry, but he hasn't really been edited into the show because he's been safe. So mm. this time around, he's like, oh, you know, the the um, the guy, the camera guys on their they're they're panning around with their fancy camera shots of all the designers sort of bunching up together and giving each other feedbacks like, oh, my God, that looks so great. And what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? I was like, you know what? My thoughts were. And Josh was over there. Was like, I don't need anyone else's input. I'm an independent designer. I'm like, you know what? Oh, all yeah. right. OK. Oh. He's like, I'm not here to use other people as sounding boards. Which I understand if he hadn't said it that way, because he's Joshua. So everything I think to me, everything that comes out of his mouth to me seems mean. But um... (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I would have I would have been less surprised if uh, Helen had said something like that. You know, that sounds like something she would say. Oh, okay. Because she said something similar last challenge. Yeah. She's like, why are you guys friends with each other? It's a competition. Why don't you guys be nice? She just doesn't get it. But I think. I think Joshua, it's interesting. Like, I really loved his sketch. <laughs> yeah, I did too. And I, I felt like his idea to have, like, Betty Boop on the heart for the I Love New York. It's a spinoff of that. Right. And I, I think it's a, a genius idea. Yeah. I, it's interesting because it's so, um, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's it's a really nice combination of things where it's a play on something that is classic, mm-hmm. but isn't as classic as Betty Boop because, you know, she's thirties classic and in the, I love New York thing was not around back then, but it's something that's still a little nostalgic. And the silhouette is something that you can kind of, you know, make new and, and fun in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So he's doing like a little foot and fit and flare bottom. So with, yeah, with a crop top. I love yeah. the idea of that crop top. Yeah. I was not really into the crop top, but I, I, you know, I get it. It's, it's, it's like a nice way of doing it. I was not a believer until we get into the workroom. So, well, after we see his materials, I'm like, okay, like I started believing then because hmm. he had this sort of like white sequins or I don't know, something sparkly up for the top. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, because he made something that that is comfortable, but that the sparkliness of it is going to add that chic. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. Hmm. Um, let's see. I- anyone else in mood stood out to you or did they worry you or excite you or give you hope? <laughs> <laughs> or not? Um, yeah. Edmund, I was afraid that okay. material that he grabbed oh my god that print i just felt like dude can you dude, describe it's the a print? train wreck red waiting to happen oh can you can you describe the print so he, he he it was almost like you know when you do those uh oil and and ink prints <laughs> on mm-hmm. paper or whatever it is um looks marbleized it was like this marbleized looking blue ink 
fabric. I don't know how yeah. else to describe it. What type of, yeah. It looked Maybe like, like an ink blot sort of thing. Yeah, and I don't know what section he got that out of, but it looked like it had some type of stretch on it. Maybe it was like an, either a neoprene or... It was weird because I don't think it was Jersey, but I think it might have been. Um, it could have been a thinner neoprene. Yeah, maybe a thin neoprene. We had an, a lot of neoprene this uh, this episode. Marlene's getting neoprene. She has this mm-hmm. the same color that she always gets. Um, <laughs> that electric blue that I love, but I think she's overusing it. And then Shar yeah. um, gets this turquoise neoprene the color i love i'm a sucker for blue hues anyway mm-hmm. and um i just love the color that she got because she thinks betty boop needs to throw away that red <laughs> too much red for betty so let's mm. get her in some blues i don't know <laughs> but um no you didn't you didn't you had some thoughts about this amelia she's on your bracket <laughs> uh wait who <laughs> Merlene's not on my bracket. No, Char. I'm talking about Char's, oh, Char. Char's fabric. Yeah. Oh, right. Char. Okay. Yeah. Because a lot of people have Oh, blue. wait. Were you doing that at Merlene? I moved on to Char. Okay. Char. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep up. So there's so many sorry. designers still. Yeah. So I wasn't, I was not in agreement with the, with the color. Hmm. Um, I don't, it was, it was weird because it, it was almost kind of muted. Did you feel like that at all? Like it wasn't as it wasn't super vibrant, or maybe it was just my screen. I don't know. Well, it seemed really vibrant to me. Um, but what I think is so you know, we and we see her strut, her sketch where she has this really interesting collar, but essentially like a crew neck dress with a um, like a structured collar, and then um, a lot of what she's doing. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like I've seen a lot of that before, where she's going to sculpt the top. And then have a mm-hmm. cinched waist and an A-line flirty little skirt or whatever. Um, and I, I I, really liked the color. I, I just thought it was really beautiful. I like the color a lot. But I, I think for this challenge, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as she was like, once they got into the workroom, it didn't feel Betty Boop to me. Yeah. Color. Yeah. A lot of this kind of comes to fruition in a, in a non-Betty Boop way. Um, I I also want to touch on Helen a little bit because she oh boy oh man she gets really difficult fabric which is dude she was way off with lines yeah she she once she rolls out so first of all she's in the suit section and the suit fabric section in mood mm. um which I you know not to be stereotypical about that kind of fabric but it's very serious in a way if you want to use a fashion word of serious where she gets this very large striped fabric print with navy and gray stripes and too dark it's really and also quite heavy and yeah. you know she has a great eye um what should i say not a not a she's very skilled and i think if anyone can line up those lines because you know speaking of georgina she's going to notice if if those things aren't lined up um so I was, I saw her choose this and I'm like, man, girl, you're in for some issues with lining that up, but whatever, however you want, like, maybe that's great. But I also, I thought it was a great idea that on her way out, she just grabbed some polka dot fabric just in case. Which I was glad that she did. I yeah. mean, those stripes, I think they were, the color was just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If it, 
if even if she had the stripes, if they were brighter and younger, I think that would be that would have been much better. Right. A little bit lighter in a way, because she that reminded me of her fabric choice for the very first challenge, the team challenge that we had, where, you know, they were doing a range of blues and she ended up getting this gray blue. It's very oh, gray yeah. down color. Mm. And the, the piece she made was gorgeous, but it was just, oh, the fabric was just weighted down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow. A lot of time and mood with these. A lot of people made some choices that um, are going to come back to haunt them. So, are you ready <laughs> to go into the workrooms, Millie? Yes, let's. Let's go. So, walk on in. Everyone has their fabric, and then Joshua has his exacto knife out. <laughs> I was so excited to see this. He's cutting out Betty Boop's head. <laughs> I mean, I like you know cutting out her head, but um, they walk past this <laughs> giant um, statue or replica of Betty Boop as Marilyn Monroe um, in this red dress, and it's like blowing all, all over the place, and she has a little her little garter belt, or whatever. But um, lucky for Joshua, he can just kind of sketch out her head and then cut it out out of leather. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. <laughs> That's I'm a like, strong word, yes. Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my bracket. <laughs> Did you? Is this what you saw in Joshua from the, from the very beginning? Didn't it is. See now, you know? now you see it. Now everyone gets to see it. So <laughs> I'm just excited because in, in my notes, I was I was I was like, oh, my God, he even has different textures. He has this matted leather and this glossy patent leather. It looks like her hair. And it's when you put it together, it's just it's so textural. And he puts it on his. I was like, I love it. And I was like, damn See? it, Samelia. So I wrote that in my notes. Like, damn it, Samelia. <laughs> <laughs> the magic that, that McKinley magic. Girl. McKinley magic coming through. <laughs> it is impressive. He's super yeah. crafty. I love, I love it. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else who is, you know, sort of standing out? This is pre and full and wider time, right? So. Um, well, for for Helen, I like how what she has is looking, but it's uh, it's not Betty. It it, mm. do, it doesn't look Betty at all. She's you know she hasn't any of the polka dot stuff yet she's just doing the the stripes right and you know things are lining up she's got a little drape going which is cute but did um, you remember her sketch i don't remember her sketch what was her sketch it looks like everything else that she's done with her you know and i understand she definitely has a signature with the off the shoulder thing um mm-hmm. but to me it looked helen typical and um, what I was worried about is that she's actually starting to have a hard time matching up these lines. And I was like, really, Helen, you're mm-hmm. you're wonderful at this. And she's really struggling yeah. with it. But yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And I think for these one day quick challenges, the designers do tend to fall into what do I know that I know that I know how yeah. to do. So you, you, you may see more of that. Um, with the like the one day quick challenges and and there's one thing that I learned I hadn't really paid attention in terms of of sewing terminology which is mitering oh. I, and you know what that means I had to look it up <laughs> but essentially yeah. mitering is lining up the lines <laughs> mm-hmm. or creating stripes um, straight lines or straight, you know, straight stripes. So it could be 
chevron shaped, you know, that kind of concave thing or angles, but essentially lining up your lines is mitering. And Helen's having a hard yeah. time mitering her her stripes. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because fabric moves as you stitch it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know it. So annoying. Yep. I'm trying to get better with lining up my lines. Um, yeah. So I, it's not mitering, but it's just kind of like having your seams. I have like, um, not as bad as Marilyn. Just going to say that. But like, I'm I'm very <laughs> much into making sure the lines are lined up. And I'm a little OCD when it comes to that. Yeah. Um. All right. When a God, so we have to talk about admin. <laughs> I just wrote royally screwed. <laughs> <laughs> very afraid emoji. <laughs> I actually drew in this emoji. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, you wrote an emoji. Goodness. I wrote like a whole diatribe in my notes. I was just like, holy crap. Because honestly, dude, what? Okay, oh. what were your thoughts on this, Samelia? Why were you so afraid for Edmund? The first of all, the fabric was all wrong, and this is what he has. And what are you gonna do, man? Like, and then your silhouette is boring and the same as what you've done every single challenge. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I feel like he is missing the mark on many fronts, yeah. and it's not Betty Boop at all. So I have a theory about this. And no, what's that? It is that I don't think Edmund knows who Betty Boop is and doesn't want oh. to admit it. <laughs> but didn't he see? <laughs> Just what? He's assigning for Isaac Mizrahi with a bunch of, you know, white balls all over his body. <laughs> but there's a replica in there. I, I I don't think he saw it. I think he I think he ran past the replica, ran towards his dress his dress form and was like, okay. Oh my god, let me do this. And then he got hypnotized by his fabric. Um, Oh, that would make sense because of the fabric he chose. The fabric he chose is You know what? Becky Helen doesn't know. Helen knew a little more than Edmund. Helen knew. Yeah. I don't She at least grabbed that polka dot. Yeah. But I I I think that Helen Okay. Helen has a tendency towards these things or whatever. She grabbed the polka dot, I think, because she understands. Like she knows. Yeah. But if she really went all the way into it, she would have just gotten polka dot and spent more time yeah. in another section of mood. Right. Uh, somewhere with lighter fabrics, um, cottons, like get away, whatever you're doing over there, you know, with your light wool. I don't know. But I think she <laughs> tends towards these very heavy things. She likes brocades and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. So mm-hmm. with Edmund, though, the same thing he did for the last challenge when he picked up that weird sequence fabric. That, that weird novelty right. fabric well, it's not novelty it's probably quite expensive whatever but he tends to do these I think when he's panicking he makes these fabric choices that he thinks are exciting because he doesn't understand what he's, he wants to do and he's mm. just kind of like throwing all caution to the wind and he picks up these things that I'm like I'm just going to figure it out but unfortunately with this he really needed to know what he was what he wanted to do going into it and you yeah. know i think he screwed himself using Samilia's word using your word Samilia, from the very beginning <laughs> by choosing a fabric that that is just quite difficult to work with it's way too colorful for him and um yeah he has just yeah i don't know i i think he should have asked isaac while he was imitating betty poop on the runway during the challenge <laughs> intro like wait so, so isaac um 
who Betty who like who is she and let Isaac explain her um, him to her like you know I feel like he he's struggling he's, he's like this is his challenge this is Hollywood glamour this is his challenge to lose and he's losing right now oh god yeah. oh um, man can I just say that also to me it looks like a Rorschach print <laughs> Yeah, and it so, does. That's why I said ink blot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's you know, and I love. I I personally think the print is really beautiful. Um, yeah, but it can't. It's this print can't be classic. It can't be no. something that you would like. You know, I don't know something that is that is. Um, oh my gosh, no! It, it's it's not necessarily like a fun fabric either. So, yeah, was did he turn it around during this time? before Anne came in or I, I think so because he was asking some of the other designers feedback and okay uh, he was doing so many uh, ugly things to it yeah he he turns it around right before Anne yeah. comes in and okay. has like ha- black lace or what did he have I have no idea who would call it r- railroad tracks or train tracks oh my goodness I, either Anthony or, to another or designer. He, um he was upsetting me oh my god <laughs> So Stanley. <laughs> oh no, it's not better. <laughs> Stanley, Mr. Uh, Stanley, who's shooting on everyone else's design and calling them old, but he's using this really know. old color. I want to know if anyone out there so has shade. Stanley or Evan on their bracket. I would I'm love, just, oh, you know, great question. Because they have really hung in there, though, despite are you know <laughs> getting on them about doing yes. the same thing week to week yeah um anyway yeah stanley yeah so or... what were you saying about stanley well because he you know again he's just like i'm like really stanley you're looking around the workroom and saying everyone's designs are old mm, i know and they're designing for like, Aunt really? betty boop i'm like man i don't think you can talk <laughs> you know said, let's hope yours isn't <laughs> you know what that is a wonderful way of approaching Stanley. I always assume the worst. That that at least is hopeful. <laughs> like let's let's see, Stanley. Let's see if what you're saying has some merit or that you'll make something that doesn't, you know, make you, you know, bite your words later. I don't know. <laughs> All right. You're ready for Anne Fulman Wider to come in. Yes, please, Anne. Say magic words that will oh help my them turn gosh. it around. <laughs> so it's Anne Fulham Water time. Uh oh. <laughs> so um, she comes in and she's emphasizing everyone for their daily lecture that this is young Hollywood chic, and she does instead of giving them a Betty Boop um, dissertation, which I think they all needed. She's yeah. like, oh my god, Betty Boop. Betty Boop would totally hang out with like the 18 year olds walking around these days, the 18 year olds that we put on our cover. Oh my God. Like she would totally be friends with them. It's like, no, she wouldn't. I don't think she would. <laughs> Not really. This is confusing me. She walk around with, I think she, she said something Seinfeld. I guess Seinfeld has a daughter who's 18 now. <laughs> I don't know who these children are. Um, what? But apparently Betty Boot would hang out with them. They don't even know who she is. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they don't know. They definitely don't know. If these 30-somethings have no idea who Betty Boop is, and, you know, would you think an 18-year-old would? I have not seen enough Betty Boop in pop culture. She has been around. Like, she's been around. The fashion world has been, you know, revamping her in some type of way. But, I, you know, I don't think it's mainstream at all. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. No. You're right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks, Amelia. <laughs> I like being right. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, Amelia, let's let's head into this, and we start with Char. Um, how did how did how did you think about this? Um, and I'll let you go in with this since Char is on your bracket. Yeah. Well, I'm actually I'm feeling pretty positive at this point because, and um from my recollection seems to gravitate toward the color right Didn't yeah she, she loves the color. yeah it's like it's bold and edgy and like the silhouette is young so all of those are plus and then Anne says that she's getting sock hop from it which is good because i feel like you know that that fits in with um with betty boop and chic and playful and oh. adventurous so you took that as a compliment because i i took, took it that as, as a compliment i mean I, maybe she was saying it as a as um you know not not a good thing but mm-hmm. i took it i think that's good i mean that's where I wrote my notes like i think that's a good thing okay all right yeah i i did not say i didn't think that as a good thing um but you know it's interesting that she kind of thought of that whole 50s vibe probably because Shara is playing on this extremed a-line angle there mm-hmm. um and that, to me Shara got a little defensive she was like i'm not done yet so be quiet Anne. right <laughs> like, i haven't done yeah. the bottom yet yeah so um yeah yeah i mean and at then, this point it's it's looking fine right i think so too um okay so next is marilene and mm-hmm. and she's on your bracket. Yeah, she's on my bracket. <laughs> huh. And uh yeah, I'm constantly afraid. Um but Anne doesn't like the two fabrics that Marilyn has stitched together. Um you know, she convinces her to get rid of this print. She got so essentially Marilyn got two different types of mesh neoprene or neoprene neoprene type mesh or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's trying to put them together which I was both in favor of but also terrified by because when you want to do the two fabrics together it increases the level of difficulty in terms of the sewing and the patterning and you know I don't want Marlene to give herself too much to chew Um, so so Anne essentially convinces her to get rid of the print um, and just use the blue which I think for Marlene is a good a good suggestion but in terms of making it an interesting and vibrant design was not a good suggestion i don't know how you felt about that i liked it what so what did you feel was not a good suggestion i thought Anne's suggestion wasn't good it was good and bad so they were they're like they're you know they're they're highs and lows <laughs> yeah and suggestion because i think it was it's a good way of getting marilyn to finish her garment if she had kept that other print in it i think it would have been an issue for her so do you feel like she should have kept the other print? If Marilyn had the sewing skills that she'll have in two years, yes. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like the two materials together. They were conflicting for me. So mm. I'm really glad that she actually got rid of the other print. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Especially with it being a one-day challenge. She I know. Gonna... She was not <laughs> going to be able to pull that off in a way that made any kind of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Now on to Stanley. Yeah. Yay. And his romper slash dress. Because oh he wants to gosh. not only do a romper, but a dress on top of it. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. So, so yeah. Oh, dear Stanley. 
So oh, man. what's going on here, Samelia? So first of all, his main material is like this pea green or like a, it's like a light Easter green. Like, it looks like asparagus that asparagus, you've like left out it, but it, for a little bit. It's like a pastel, a pastel green. When I think Betty Boop, I don't think any pastel at all. So oh, but I when think... you think of young Hollywood, don't you think of pastels? And No, absolutely not. <laughs> Never. That's like pastel is like baby or grandma, which is what we're seeing here is grandma. Like that second material he got, which it looks like it's a brocade or something. Oh, my it God. It looks so matronly. He pulls out this heavy brocade I was like, when, when did you get that? Wow. Why? <laughs> and also, you know, coupled with that, it's weird. In Stanley's hand, this brocade looks boring it does it is oh, so it's painful weird. yeah and I, oh, and I think his response to Anne is really interesting because she is doubtful that he needs both a dress and a romper right <laughs> and she's like I think it's just a lot of fabric and I totally agree with her because it looks as if the fabric on the um the mannequin is some type of silk maybe uh, maybe, yeah. But a kind of thick silk. I don't know. It just looks kind of heavy. Or he might have backed it. With, I don't know what he's Ugh, doing. Yeah, who knows? Um, but he wants to make both. He's like, and I'm just going to make both and then decide later, okay? And she's like, all right. Think yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, so, he's a little stubborn here. So stubborn. You can't really tell Stanley anything ever. All right. Yeah. Moving on to Fabio, who needs some sex appeal. You need mm -hmm. sex appeal, Fabio. <laughs> he yeah. just like <laughs> I don't know. He needs to put himself into that into that design. <laughs> his <laughs> um, fabric look it reminds me so much of Edmund's fabric. Even though his has more colors. Right. Yeah. That's another Warshock test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about the preliminary version of it, of his dress? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Okay. Yeah, because I think he was just sort of lining up the design. And yeah. um, I don't know. She, he was like, yeah, I know I need to cut into it, but I don't want to because this print is weird. And she's like, you just got to sex it up. Sex it up. He's like, I know. I'll I'll do it, man. All right. Just, I'm not I'm not going to do the way you want me to do it. So stop telling me to do that. Ugh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Want to move on to Kimberly? Yes. Kimberly's on my bracket. She has a mm -hmm. this ombre gradient looking type fabric that goes quickly from white to gray to black at the bottom. Um. And she has this leather bomber with sequins or uh, or shiny-ish material shoulders. And what I love about this is that she's wearing a similar type jacket. So clearly <laughs> this jacket came yeah. from somewhere. And I love her jacket. Um, but I, what I don't love is that all that Anne has to say is that the jacket looks like a bathrobe. And I disagree with Anne. I love the jacket. Yeah. It look, I thought it looked really, really nice. And... Kimberly rolls her eyes at her because it doesn't look like a bathrobe. It doesn't look like a bathrobe. Good for you, Kimberly. So, yeah. Hold on to your jacket. <laughs> anyway, 
But I mean, the, the next few people, we go through them pretty quickly. Because um, mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. we have Ken, Anthony, um, and and then we, we uh, lean on Edmund a little bit. Did you have anything to say about those guys? Uh, let's see. Ken. Yeah, she said too classy. I don't know. I, I disagreed. Hmm. I disagreed with that. Yeah, and thought what Ken was working on was too classy. Hmm. Um, I, I feel like he's on the right track here. Yeah. I mean, that's also so, his style is, is right. you know, kind of classic in a way. Mm-hmm. And you can have young Hollywood be classic as well. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like we don't see, did we see a good amount of Anthony's? Well, we saw at he, this point. Yeah, he had that. Um, oh, right. So the white polka dot lace type material that was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On his. And it was pinned to the mannequin beautifully. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, I want to. I really want to see Anthony work from start to finish because it. Yeah. so he left out this. It looks like a like a giant diamond shape in the front. That's totally bare. But he's going to fill it in with this double faced satin. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so funny because. Anne tells him to not get trampy. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. Cause I, f- I feel like Betty Boop is a tiny bit trampy. You feel like what? Betty Boop is kind of trampy. I feel like Anthony can't do trampy. I mean, like he doesn't do trampy. Yeah. But I, I mean, even if like, which if she thought that was trampy, which I, I don't, I think it was only because there was some, sheerness to the fabric right and she just yeah. maybe couldn't visualize that she was going to f- cover up the front but i yeah i feel like that is i don't know trampy can be good it's I don't, she doesn't necessarily have to use it in a derogative type of way or whatever right um, right and so but because like you know in terms of what in terms of the silhouette i think it's a really wonderful silhouette because it kind of creates these curves on the model in a way I think A-line mm-hmm. is a good way to go. But then also, you know, I'm sorry. Have you seen Betty Boop's cartoons? Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> she shows a shit ton of skin. Like a yeah. lot of skin. That even garter belt uh, thing. Even the little model, the replica in their workroom is... <laughs> Did she look at that? <laughs> I know. She's a bit trampy. And that's like, that's the flair and kind of the... um. I don't know. It's 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 a little bit of what's so great about her character in a way. Mm-hmm. And also, I think in terms of if you, if you want to bring that into modern day times, you have to hold on to that part, at least, you know, because right. for, for the 30s, I don't know. I looked at some of these cartoons. I'm like, who were these cartoons for? You know, and I don't they for the guys in the war. OK, good to know. That's, because I think, yeah, I think that's the original to kind of like pick-me-ups okay. for those guys in the war that were so, away from home. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like a part of it. So, whatever. <laughs> if you, if you, you want to bring it into the 21st century where it's not, it's young Hollywood. So it's not about, you know, <laughs> um, other dudes getting their jollies off of looking at you. But this inner beauty and this strength that comes from within <laughs> and being good about your body and you know, and wanting to just kind of express yourself and, and, you know, I can wear a short skirt. I can wear 
something that's sheared on the sides. It's not trampy. It's just sheer. Come on in. Right. So. Yeah. I think Anthony was a little ticked by her review. I don't know if, if you caught that. <laughs> yeah. He's he's kind of always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of right. like looks at Anne and smiles and then does what he wants. <laughs> Okay, so next we have Edmund. I cannot believe Anne actually likes this print. It was weird. Like, in terms of this is the Betty Boop challenge, like, oh, I like the print. No, Anne, no. (laughs) But you know what? He saved him from, oh, God, no, but he was on top for that dress. You remember the dress he made that was also that pea green and had that weird brown applique on the front? Yep. Yep. With the weird shoulders. He was making that uh-huh. dress again. But in black and white. What? Oh, no. Because <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me why. He... So, again, you know, listeners, um, if you haven't watched the episode. So he's changed the fabric, the Rorschach type fabric, inside out. So he's using the wrong side of the fabric that's completely white. And what is amazing to me is that this fabric is faced in a way where you can't see the print through the other side. And so it's white and he's using these, what is this lace or? That's what I was, I think it is. Yeah. He's using kind of thick black lace to, to run lines all over it. And I think he's messing around with it in a way and maybe sketching some things. And he's got an asymmetrical one shouldered neckline going on. And, and Mm -hmm. he shows Anne the fabric swatch. It was like, look, Anne, this is the other side of the fabric. This is what I was going to do. And she's like, I miss this fabric. I don't like it. Like, oh no. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was like, no. Oh, and you know what? I, okay. So you didn't, cause you, you don't, you don't like the fabric, Amelia, but I was a little worried because Edmund is already filled with doubt he's filled with doubt because, and that's why he bought this fabric, but Anne coming in telling him that she liked the other fabric. I knew he was going to change the, the dress back to the other side, mm-hmm. even though he should have yep. done what Ken said, which was to throw that damn dress in the trash. <laughs> that was Ken's suggestion. There. Ken and Anthony have been telling designers like in their, in the little confessional room to pack up their stuff and leave. <laughs> <laughs> They who did they say that they said that about about Edmund they said that about who else they said about Char they said it about Amanda I think they're like y'all you just need to go home I'm like like if I was Char I would pack up my stuff and just walk off before it even hit the runway (laughs) wow I was like oh my gosh Mm -mm. yeah yeah horrible guys. Uh, oh my god alright so you want to move on to Joshua next with Anne yeah so so again well she she described his look as street mm-hmm. which I think is good but I, I think she meant it to not be good right yeah she was like See, I, oh it's like it's a little street it a but elevated I thought I you know not from Anne it was definitely not a compliment well, right right from right <laughs> Not from her, um, which is interesting because I think that's fine. You know, right. why, why isn't, oh, oh God, like, you know, what, what is the prompt here? Where, 
where are they supposed to go? Did they give them something a bit more specific? And I'm wondering if they told Anne something different in terms of what the challenge was, because it seems like she wants them all to go different places or she's thinking of something specific and like, Oh, why is the streetwear? I'm like, uh, young Hollywood is very broad, <laughs> you know, elegant, right. and chic or something that is, um, young. I mean, streetwear is quintessentially young. So, Oh yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. And it's, it's very, very now. Right. You know, you got some street, something with some pumps, call it a day. Right. <laughs> I think he's on the right track. Me too. And I, I'm surprised that she wasn't more impressed by his craftiness. I just thought it was so cute. I know. Oh, boot face on. But I also thought that he behaved very well when she left and um, didn't, you know, pantomime being her in the back of her head. So I thought that was a really <laughs> good thing. It was a good crit for Joshua. Yeah. So, um. Wow. Anyway, so on to Helen. She's our last critique with Anne. And uh, with this, I really agreed with Anne. She hates the gray mm-hmm. and says it reads like workwear, which I agree yeah. because that's the section that Helen got her fabric out of at Mood. Um, mm-hmm. Just what you wear to work in a suit. And, you know, the grays and navies all over there. Um, and she says it looks old. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Is there to say? Yeah, Helen. Yeah. And I, I feel like she doesn't have enough of the, I mean, she said it herself. She doesn't have enough of the polka dot fabric. So mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, how are you going to save your look now? Right. What are you going to do, girl? Mm-hmm. All right. So we have, we end our time with Anne and she leaves um, the the designers with some parting words and a little bit of a mystery as well. But um, she warns them that they all are getting the chic correctly that she sees that but she doesn't see a lot of the young because <laughs> it's chic and young um plus apparently they are to expect a message from one of betty boob's friends and so she's like um you get a message from and everyone's like who oh my god what are you talking about oh, they all freak out <laughs> and they're like wait another twist what's going on we hate this but um, essentially, they just go into uh, the room that is constantly showing Stanley's runway show on loop in the back where they all get to eat food. And then um, they watch a cartoon of Popeye. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Popeye. So which I didn't I didn't realize that. Um, was it Betty Boop debuted in his cartoon or he debuted in her cartoon? He what debuted in her cartoon, according to Popeye. Okay. So. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And that's all the, that's all we got. I, you know, I, again, thought that maybe we should have just seen more Betty Boop. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I thought this clip was weird because it's not like it really added any new information or like it wasn't valuable information for the designers. Right. Like this clip. I mean, it was valuable for Helen because it confirmed that. It's like, oh, I <laughs> when I heard Popeye say that she's one sexy girl, but I got to sex oh this up a little bit. That's... I'm like, oh. No, no. <laughs> I 
because they didn't hear that before. Seriously. <laughs> and also, Betty Boo could have told you that. Like, this is so weird. Like, the choices in this episode are really strange. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, and bringing back these cartoons from the 30s is bizarre. So, all right. Let's get into post and freak out time. <laughs> and when the models come in. So, so we have, um, okay. So I don't know if there's anything you want to point out before the models came in. Um, well, but, but, you you start to see Char having trouble with the weight of her neoprene. Right. Yes. That, that really kind of, um, oh man, it really kind of freaked me out a little bit there mm-hmm. because she, we've never really seen her this uncomfortable or this uncertain. And, right. uh, yeah, no, she, she, her fabric is not behaving the way she wanted to behave. And Ken is throwing, is throwing daggers over there with his mouth asking her out loud. She's like, Char, why are I you know. making a maternity dress? I was like, Ken, why are you being an asshole? I'm sorry. I'm just like, Ken, seriously, that was mean to say out loud. And it's like, <laughs> you're not going to go over there and help her the way you've been helping Fabio and Anthony. You're just going to sit over there with your stuff and just look at Char and be like, Char, why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> like, you are not helping. Shut up, Ken. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, Ken is just like, he just got on my nerves with that. I'm like, look, listen. Stop he, being shady. He does not, yeah, he does not care. No, doesn't care. He only cares about Fabio and Anthony. So, um, yeah, his, his sisters. Yeah, the sister wives. So <laughs> let's have the models come in. Mm-hmm. And again, it's quite obvious for this challenge that these models are pretty much all super thin. Oh, um, man. And what a mistake. Uh, for a Torrid um, that, a that challenge. Just, who, uh, like, I'm curious, like, who, who didn't think that all the way through? <laughs> who like who was the person or persons yeah it it does seem like they got halfway through it we're like hey we're addressing plus size models or women of all shapes and sizes and whatever and so we're going to have this half challenge about that and not and never really talk about how it really is about plus size yeah and also from the cartoons you can clearly see that betty boob is would be considered a plus size model <laughs> Yeah, obviously. So, um, but yeah, but was any of this time here? Um, yeah, did anything stick out? Well, so you start by seeing uh, Joshua is making another garter, which I think this is the perfect place for it. You know, that, yeah. I mean, he tends to like go that route anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, finally, Joshua, this is your challenge. Yeah, like Joshua is not the person I thought would step up to this, but wow. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm excited about what he's got going. And then um yeah. Helen um so okay, and then we move to Helen where she's she's starting to play around with the polka dot a little bit. Um mm-hmm. because she has this top done which, you know, is starting starting to come along. Um, but again, she was touched by Popeye's words and, and decides to incorporate <laughs> the polka dot into her, her look. And I think it, so far it looks kind of good. It's surprising yeah. when you put them together, those stripes and the polka dots do, do sort of go, go with each other. Yeah, I think so. I, I just, I still wish the top were not as, 
like dark but yeah. technically it's looking good and visually it looks good it just it doesn't speak it doesn't seem young to me yeah yeah um let's see so Edmund has chosen to use the print again man like, he like keeps switching so that's not this good. is not a good sign <laughs> no so this is the third choice he's made um in terms of what to do with the fabric and uh Shar also stood out again um so once she put this her garment on the model um it just doesn't seem as if it's helping her at all to figure out the draping of the skirt portion so that's worrisome yeah yeah all right yeah so before the models leave do you have anything else to go through um no no i don't yeah yeah all right so the models leave oh the models leave and then edmund Ugh. so (laughs) he affirms my fears you know takes the dress that he was making on his model and just completely trashes it oh my gosh Um, this was edmund's challenge but let's see joshua um Man, I had a thought because I thought that his looked his look looked really great, but I had a thought that I'm like, what if he what if he were safe? Like what if what if he's safe or on the bottom this week? And mm. um because I thought the top looked amazing, but he leaves right. the work the work day without a skirt. Um Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I just kinda had a feeling I'm like what if, what if they're messing with Joshua? And they're not going to acknowledge that he did something really great. Just, just was just like there. I'm like, hmm, he's doing all this work and then he's just going to be safe. <laughs> oh man, that would uh, be so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, anything else before we go to the day of the runway? No, I'm ready. Let's right. go. Let's get there. So the next day comes around and um, let's see. Anything sent out to you during this, like, rush up to the end and hair and makeup in the Umberto hair salon and the Scott Patrick <laughs> Rodial room? Oh, Anything my goodness. Sent out? <laughs> I mean, a lot of them still have a lot of work to do. Joshua mentions that he's got seven go days to do and an and eight paneled skirt. Mm. And it, it's interesting. It looks like looking around the workroom, it seems like a lot of designers have similar silhouettes yeah. like Char's dress and what Edmund ends up doing um, like they also got those go days in the in the skirt portion or wherever they put them yeah and can you describe what a go day is it's kind of like a separate piece of fabric that you it's like inserted in it just to add fullness mm-hmm. or body okay Cause it's kind yeah. of like that flounce that you get sort of kind of right kind of yeah at the bottom kind of. but usually you it's a good day is on the skirt okay whereas a flounce can be like anywhere okay yeah because i saw that and i made a note i was like i don't know what a good day is what is that <laughs> yeah um 
yeah so that is a ton of work he's just going to have to sew like a madman um yeah I noticed that Marilyn sort of popped up. Oh, yeah. Edmund has. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, Edmund. <laughs> One of the other designers asks him, like, how many dresses have you made so far? Oh, was that Kim good. or somebody? I don't know. Maybe it was Ken. <laughs> yeah. And mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he's running around. Marilyn is running around. Like, uh, she pops up out of nowhere. I feel like we hadn't seen her for most of this episode. And all of a sudden, she's there. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, Stanley decides to take Anne's advice and not put the second dress on top of his romper. Surprise, surprise. But I thought this was a really nice demonstration of Stanley's maturity in a way, because mm-hmm. apparently he put a lot of work into this piece that he's not going to show and he just moves on with it. I'm like, huh, I like that. That That was interesting. Not a lot of drama around this extra garment that you made so yeah right oh and which I, which is good but but you're i mean <laughs> i just wrote no just no like <laughs> i would have liked to have seen what it looked like because i think it, it would it would it look like it was like a tunic over a romper <laughs> <laughs> it was ugly <laughs> who knows it was so ugly I would have loved oh, to see that goodness. walk down the runway and then maybe, you know, things would have turned out differently. Anyway, so, um, yeah. But also, yeah. like, Marilyn, we, we see her just sort of, like, run around while the hair and makeup people are doing her model's hair. So I think the mo- I think the hair and makeup people had to come to her. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened here. It was just, like, a, a small That's- snippet. Right. Do you she made it that? sound like she had to go in to hair and makeup and stitch while she was getting her hair and makeup. Oh, okay, okay. Know. Okay. Yeah, it was, was kind of crazy. Um anyway, so anything before we move on to the runway portion? I actually really liked um Joshua's styling of oh. his model. Like you I forget exactly how the hairstylist um described it but i'm gonna like have her hair it was sort of in the style of betty boot but kind of oh, bringing it right. into modernity yeah i think he mentioned so i was he like i was excited waves, like but... it's such a strong look yeah because he, he's he, created because he wanted the finger waves but didn't want them too tight yeah so hitting on all cylinders there just hitting them mm-hmm. mckinley magic mckinley magic <laughs> All right, so All let's right. let's head to the runway, and it is runway time, and it that means it is cheat sheet time. So if you click, I'm talking to you listeners. <laughs> so if you <laughs> click in the on the description page, and um, and you'll find the link to this episode's cheat sheet, and um, it's Betty Who, Betty Boop Who. So um. <laughs> And I used red because there is no red on the runway, as you can see, even though um, in terms of color. So when Betty Boop is in color, I think she's typically wearing red. Is that true? Because it's usually the cartoons are are black and white. But um, yeah, I think she's usually wearing red. red. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Let's just say so. Yeah, sure. That is what she's essentially um, associated with. That is her color um, as far as we're concerned. 
So anyway, so let's head out and we meet Alyssa Milano back on the runway. And she comes out in a proper sequin dress. I thought it was so cute what she was wearing. Yeah. So lovely. Um, and But the only thing is that her hair looked like devil horns. I don't know what was going on up there. It looked like her curls need to be combed out a little bit. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> that, but I was really bothered with her hair. There's always something just like slightly off. Slightly off. With the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so she reminds the designers that she saw the real Betty Boop right there on stage. Like she was there in front of their eyes. It wasn't Isaac. It was Betty Boop on the runway, not CGI'd Mizrahi. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, anyway, so, so she's telling them what the, whatever is. And she's introducing our, um, our panel of judges. And of course we welcome back Regina Chapman, Isaac Mizrahi, um, Rebecca Minkoff and that is it. So Rebecca Minkoff is also a part of another Project Runway spinoff or is it a Project? Yeah. Yeah. Project Runway. Um, startup. Oh no. I forgot the name of the show. Spinoff. Yeah. Is, oh, the, oh, the name of it. Yeah. It's the one where you get to pitch your, it's kind of like Project Runway slash Shark Tank. Right. And Rebecca uh, Minkoff is one of the main judges on there. She where she's an investor. Um they've only done one season. I'm not sure if they're going to bring it back, but since they've had Rebecca on here, perhaps they will. Um it's it's a very different show. It's barely about fashion. No, not the cut. Is it the cut? No. 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 Oh, I think well. it's project And I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh no, should I look that up real quick? It's Fashion Startup Project. Wait, is that right? Yes, there we go. Project Runway Fashion Startup. I was kind of right, I was close. Yeah, you were close. Yay, I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) So So did I. Yay. (laughs) All right, okay, so we have have a you know a very distinguished group of, of judges for this week. Um, and especially, you know, we don't have anyone with any stakes in this. We don't have anyone from Torrid.com, which is interesting. I think this would have been a perfect <laughs> challenge to have a representative or oh an executive goodness. or someone. I just who want to understand why they <laughs> don't understand why it is. Yeah, it is an apparel line. All right. So here we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> they sell clothes. <laughs> like it's. They don't sell like Betty Boop things. They sell clothes with Betty Boop on them. Like, you know, they could have gone there. Anyway, so right. Yeah. Enough complaining, guys. Every week, I <laughs> obviously will have issues with who's on the judging panel. So we have, um, <laughs> we have our cheat sheet and Samelia. Do you want to? Yes. How, how do you want to do this? In what order? Ooh, I want to start with our high scores. Oh, I wonder why. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's start with the high scores. I'll let you start, Samelia. Oh, okay. Well, first we have oh Joshua. Oh, look at that. <laughs> but also, he was the first look on the runway. He was. So, he was. He started off the show you know, this evening. Yeah, yeah. Such a strong look here, and I mean, there's movement. It's really young. The top is beautiful. I didn't even note it. So in the back. He did a slit mm-hmm. in the back of that crop top. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing that in the workroom. So 
it yeah. was really cool. Like the the sequence. I'm assuming he did sequence that white sequence, right? On the top, the, the and trim the, and, and the arm. Yeah, the he sleeve. had the trim on the sleeve, which was really cool. So that made it really chic and fun. And then, of course, the the I heart Betty Boop, but instead of a heart, it's got her silhouette of her head. Right. And then the Y and Betty is the same Y from I Love New York. I mean, yeah. He did he study like design, graphic design, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, and also, I'm head over heels with this look. I yeah, same, same. I mean, the go from from the. <laughs> from the like from her head down to her godet down to her jean heels like I just <laughs> the denim heels to me I just thought brought in to me I thought it was like an, a little bit of an F you to Anne because it's very street and it's yeah. so wonderful and I that the yeah the piece um underneath you know because he did say that he was going to do a panty um, this isn't mm-hmm. a normal panty and I love the way that he designed the top to show off the work underneath and right. um, and we'll get into what into Isaac's reaction to this because I thought the way Isaac characterized this outfit was so perfect and and very um, complimentary to, to Joshua. So I I I loved this look. I love her hair. I think her makeup is perfect. It's very understated and and mm-hmm. um, everyday. And then I kind of mm-hmm. love that Betty Boop's head is in black because it's kind of like you take out. It makes her more universal, and it and it does yeah. do this thing where it brings her into the 21st century, where she's more relevant, mm-hmm. and what young Hollywood looks yeah. like is not necessarily what young Hollywood used to look like in the 30s. <laughs> um, it, it opens it up to a wider range of you know young ladies out there who are maybe walking red carpets or just like going to tea. Ooh, or something. I want this crop top. I want it too. <laughs> so they didn't produce it this. Oh, wait, wait, whoops. Whoops, whatever. So yeah, I want this crop top too. I'm gonna leave it there. Whoops, almost spoiled something. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yay. So next, All right. on our wanna, top, we've... do you want to go to Helen next? Yeah. So we've got Helen, which I was kind of. Sub- I mean, her execution was really, really impeccable. So I'm, I'm assuming that's why she's on the top, obviously. Yeah, but I was a little bit just because the you know the blouse or the um, you know the top of it the bodice is not young. Mm. Like the shape, the shapes that she created with as she mitered the stripes together, mm-hmm. it's sort of like boxy square, which it's that's not playful. So yeah, I think she tried her best to save it with. Whatever she did to curve those stripes. So, yeah. you know, she kind of played around with it where it's not just something that's um, starkly angled. The angles are a little bit more mm-hmm. fun and quote unquote flirty or whatever. It creates that right. neckline that she usually does without really doing it, which I'm fine with it. I'll just expect her to do that upside down frown neckline because that's just her her way of doing it. But I think this is a, a, a new way for yeah. her to create mm-hmm. that same type of feeling in the top. It's just unfortunate that she leans towards these very, uh, man, like inappropriate um, fabrics for all yeah. things. But I, I kind of like that she also lucked into, um, you know, mixing prints. Maybe, 
maybe she'll do this from now on. I don't know. Perhaps this is something that will lead her into a new way of working and a new way of looking around in mood. So who knows? Right. What did you think about yeah. the yellow pumps that she put her model in and the choker? I like those. I think that it helped um, to elevate, pull the whole look together and make it younger. Yeah. Um, you know, chokers are in right now. The yellow is a fun, light color. Like if the top, the only thing bothering me is just the top. Yeah. Like I like, I like how she draped the skirt. I like the choker with her look. I think yeah. the pumps work. Just that top, man. And I kind of thought that with this top, I mean, even but what, the thing that I think saves the top and what I think is important for this challenge is that you can see someone who is bustier and who has larger hips wearing something like mm-hmm. this, especially the mm-hmm. way the skirt sort of um, just essentially drapes around. And I think the same thing with um, with Joshua's look, like it really is quite flattering and something that a lot of yeah. women can wear. Oh yeah. And be comfortable in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Yep. Cool. Next we can go on to your fave. Yay. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought we were going to skip that. I thought we were going to the safe. I'm like, oh, oh my god, yay! Stanley is on the top, oh. y'all. Stanley, what <laughs> is happening? Uh, what it's is okay, what? but it's understand. like it doesn't look anything you know, like Betty Boob. It's so precious. This it, this outfit is so. It reminds me of Gwyneth Paltrow, or the model looks this is like Betty Gwyneth Paltrow. It's 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 so like. <laughs> let me just like lightly step through the world not someone like Dude. betty boop who is out there and kind of to me someone who's a force to be reckoned with and if you walk into a room like she has some personality this is this is very maybe or maybe it's like crazy pixie instead of like someone who's very precious and and or like a betty boop maybe it's this is someone who you look at and you're like oh my god maybe you are an undercover serial killer killer. like you could murder me why are you wearing (laughs) this outfit and then why are you here wearing this outfit that looks so demure and is so i i just don't know it's like there's something this woman is hiding i don't know it's just like it's weird it's so strange it's only up here god like who who's safe who would you put up there Instead of I know that, that's exactly what I felt. Who is safe? Oh my god! <laughs> let's 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 choose. Do you do you have anyone that you replace Stanley with? Um. Oh see. yes, Kim. Yeah, Kim. In a heartbeat. Um. Wait, you said Kim heartbeat. or Kimberly or Ken? Kimberly. Okay. Yes. What about Anthony? No. No. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I mean I think his deserved to be safe. Yeah, this this week. Yeah, I think maybe it was because of the neckline. I think the neckline is what makes it such a wonderful outfit, but not for this challenge. Like this is, this seems like something that Stanley would would make. Um, but it just shows that yeah. Stanley doesn't know what Young Hollywood or something that is even. He wasn't. Were you inspired by Betty Boop? Like, do you know who Betty Boop is? Exactly. This is so um, weird. It's not. First of all, 
the shoes don't go with with this dress. He's got Ew. like the same yellowish shoes type shoes with this color. That doesn't go with, with the pastel green. It's right. weird. Why it's, would you choose those it's so shoes? It's really strange. Oh, you know why he chose those shoes? Probably because the brocade that he chose matches those shoes. It brings in oh. those two colors together, which is why it also by in and of itself was a hideous fabric. Because it had yeah. this, this you know, a rotted asparagus green color with that, ugh, whatever, mustard yellow. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, and then the his his look was washed out on the runway. Yeah. Like, the pastel just looked like an ugly color. <laughs> I mean, the... Ugh. It really is a beautiful fabric. I'm I'm shitting all over the color, but I mean the fabric is gorgeous, but just not like this, and not for this challenge. So. Yeah, so I don't understand why how he was on top for this challenge. And we'll see that he also is confused <laughs> <laughs> later. <laughs> he also is like, "Why am I up here?" <laughs> like, it's like you and me both, oh, Stanley. Goodness. You and me both, oh, so confused. <laughs> all right. Okay, do you want to you want to run down to the low scores? Yeah, let's do low scores. Oh, okay. Now we have to talk about Edmund. <laughs> oh. Oh, this dress. Oh. Ooh. I mean, he Ooh, he probably me... knew it though. Oh yeah, he knew he it. He switched like five times. He knew it. He, he didn't know what he was doing. I mean, with that being said, what he did with the bottom, like I man, this is what happens when Edmund panics. It's just it's just so much going on down there. It's a little overworked. Um I but I think how he centered the Rorschach design, it shows off the print in a way that makes it be known what the print is. I'm trying to be positive. I don't know why. I feel like I said too many bad things. No. Just no. But the top isn't finished. It's laying on her. Like mm. it should have been backed by something or it just wasn't finished top. Of it, just he just well, cut it obviously, out. It's a one day challenge. He made like eight dresses, I know. so yeah, you know, the way it moving moved along down the run- <laughs> runway, Amelia. <laughs> it did move. You know, I did, I did like I liked the movement. <laughs> like you got a low score, buddy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we all knew it was coming. <laughs> we all knew, even you. I mean, honestly, the those oh, who are God. on on the bottom this week. You you knew it. You yeah. knew it. Yeah, you knew it. <laughs> they knew it from the very beginning. And this is a thing that's right. really interesting is that, you know, there was no saving at the end. There was no um, Anthony whipping it together and making a, a last minute change or someone, you know, changing their mind and doing something and coming out on top. Oh, it was just a long, slow fall off of a cliff for for yeah. this one and Char. So do you want to move on to Char? Yeah, she knew. Yeah, it's and she wasn't really super pleased as it walked. So, yeah, the she just she could never get the fit right for the bottom part of the dress. Mm-hmm. So. Even the back, um, if you see the model when she turns, has mm-hmm. a little gap back there. I'm not really sure if the seams were coming yeah. apart or if she meant for there to be a little bit of, um play with you know seeing some skin or whatever but it just looked like it was a project that just 
got shown way too early in the process of figuring it out because um, I don't know. I've never worked with neoprene before. Um, Me either. After seeing so much neoprene on Project Runway, I'm a little curious um, because everyone else was giving their little tidbits about neoprene throughout the episode, including Ken, um, who's saying how they're different weights. They're different. Um, they have different elasticities and things like that. And you kind of have to understand that not all neoprene is made the same. And um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I kind of see this easily being a wonderful coat or it could have been mm. some very structured, like a structured short, but nothing mm-hmm. that is too, um, that is meant to be worn um, in, you know, in terms of like, all like the whole entire body like maybe she had just cut the top off and done the bottom and something else but this is all she had so um right but yeah so oh no char i don't know yeah all of these people on the on the bottom are it was just disasters man yeah and Marlene then we've got Marlene. Was, Marlene was sort of up in the air i don't think it was very to me it wasn't um clear that she was going to be on the bottom but when she got chosen to be one of the six that got a critique i knew she was on the bottom i was like she could have easily been safe in my opinion yeah um but what is so off about this um is that i i I think it looks like something that betty boop would wear in a way Mm -hmm. but the asymmetry throws it off it looks very imbalanced it looks very heavy on the left side or in the right side right yeah it's just a little too much yeah and then the shoulders toned it down a little bit i know she needs to cut that bow she needed Mm -hmm. like a tenth of that bow so just cut off 90 percent of it but Mm -hmm. i understand that she was trying to create these wonderful lines that come all the way down but i think the the dress is a little bit too long in the front it's short in the back and that's I don't like that personally. I know other people design that way where they have like stuff happening on the front. I, I hate that. I also think that the top or the bodice is a little too sporty with that, um, that seam on the shoulder mm-hmm. to me. It just kind of like cuts off the models, um, bust right. in a way that is not particularly appropriate to me. It looks like something that you would wear to go out running or to go out kickboxing. I don't know. Um, Mm. but again, Marilyn struggled with this idea of sexy and this idea of of vamping up her designs. And it's unfortunate because man, if you, this is, I think this is a sign of, of immaturity in a way. Um, and I don't mean that as a, Mm -hmm. as a bad thing, but just in terms of something that she needs to learn, um, because I think it's good for her to be pushed out of whatever she thinks is her idea of designing because she definitely could have made something structured and sexy and something that um, Betty Boop would have worn in my opinion. I think it's possible, but what were your thoughts on this? Well, it, it doesn't seem uh, very playful to Mm. me. I think it's a little older because of the length in the front. Hmm. Um, I mean, I do like what the back is doing. She's got like this, low high and the back is mm-hmm. shorter but the front is just so off that it, it throws off the whole look yeah and I honestly I think the color is actually like 
the color of hers more than I like Shar's. Yeah, I love the color. I love it. Yeah. I also like Shar's. I still like it. I still like the color. But um, I think for Shar, she didn't help herself out with styling. I don't necessarily think those rainbow pumps helped her very much. Um, it's just a lot of that one color without... Um, mm-hmm. It's just a lot of that one color. Although I think Marilyn is... Um, this blue, for some reason, I think is... It's a different textured fabric as well. So, you know, if it's draped a certain way, you know, it's a darker color or it's just something that is a little bit more interesting to look at. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So what we have here is going on is Samelia has people in the top and the bottom. And then <laughs> I just have someone in the bottom. Thanks for reminding all of us. Samelia. <laughs> uh, have you had any any of your bracket voted off yet? What? Yes. I can't you forgot about Amanda already? Samelia. Oh, we lost Amanda last week. Last How dare you make me relive <laughs> that? Oh, Too soon. Oh. I love that skirt. I still love that skirt. Oh, man, oh. I don't think she deserved to go, but whatever. It's fine because it was between two of my bottom. I mean, two of my brackets. So it was either her or Merlene. Yeah. Man. Um, Which, I mean, Merlene has been on the bottom quite a, a bit. Lot. A lot. This is this is not good. It's not. I know. <laughs> I know it's not good. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Okay. All right, you ready for um, the safe dot, dot, dots? Our safe crew. Yeah, let's go to the strong safe crew. So, Kimberly. Man. So, you mentioned you would have replaced her with Stanley. In a heartbeat. Yeah. When I saw her look, I was like, oh, girls, got to be on top. Same. I thought this was amazing. I agree. She's getting better with those pants. like, it, yeah, (laughs) it moved and then... Like the proportions were much better this time, you know. It everything was working. She would she have mesh on the pants and yeah, yeah, and like a print. Oh, it was beautiful. Is it something that you would see Betty Boop wearing? That was my only thing about it. Where I'm like, well, it looks a little mature for if Betty Boop wants to hang out with eighteen year olds, in a way, like um. Perhaps like I would have cut off the pants or not made them as flowy. And then I think that jacket is, is that chiffon? <laughs> it's like a chiffon bomber. On the jacket? Yeah. It's like a, it's a very light organza ish. I don't know. It looks like a, is it mesh? Or is it? Oh, I, I have a maybe feeling. it is chiffon. Yeah. It's a very luxe looking. Look, this get up is on top. a, this, this is a, it's still a young look. I would still consider this a young look. I mean, she's got all of the sparklies on the on the coat. Yeah. With that with the with the coat being made with that chiffon, like that's very young. You've got a lot you still you're able to see a lot of, you know, the skin through that. Right. And even in the in the pants where it cuts, it's like you got this you got these shorts, but you don't really. You got these pants, but right. you're also showing us some leg. I think it's cool. I okay. could definitely see young Hollywood wearing this. All right. 
Like, absolutely. And I think it's also another type of outfit that you can see lots of shapes wearing. Um, oh, yeah. I, and I would admit that for this one, so so this is one of my favorite models. She's the fringe model. But when you, um, um, when you close in on her waist like that, because I'm pretty sure she's up and down. I don't, I, or actually she looks like she does have a waist. So when you pull into her waist, she looks so little. And so, um, I would have liked to have seen, um, a larger model because I want to see how the weight, uh, the shape of the jacket kind of plays out when, um, it's mm-hmm. sort of filled out a little bit because I, it almost looks as if the shoulders are kind of caving in, um, because she's not able to really fill out the shoulders of the jacket in a way. But I think the pants are so innovative. Um, yeah. And I, I understand that that mesh and the see-through portions through clothes is a thing that's been done. But they're cl- Kim is great with this. And she's this is something that she's been doing. And I think I like that she's incorporating her pant thing in any shape mm-hmm. or form, any way she can. So um, I'm feeling pretty good about her, even though she's safe. Um, she's on my bracket. I I think she did a really good job this 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 episode. Oh yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, and the styling was on point. Like yeah, she, oh my gosh, I don't understand how Stanley scored higher than she did. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, she's got this like a little mad about that. Grace Jones look going on. I love it. I think it's it's mm-hmm. really it's really great. All right. Um, yeah. On to Anthony. No, Ken. Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh my god. So gosh. we've got Ken next. Whoa! I <laughs> messed that up. I'm so sorry, everyone. It's fine. We we know our designers. Okay, good. Oh my gosh, because I think it's so terrible. I think Ken and Anthony are sort of morphing into each other for me. Um, yes. I had trouble separating them in the beginning. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> we have. It's fine. We have Ken next. They're sisters anyway. Okay, good. I feel better. And this, so, but you know what's funny that you say that because the neckline in the back reminds me of Anthony's look from last challenge. How it's kind of scooped down in the back. The one that Isaac raved about with the white, Anthony had the white and it was like billowy sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. And the back was like this scoop. For some reason, this reminded me a lot of that. It also reminded me of Helen. Oh, yeah. But did you like Mm -hmm. this dress? It wasn't. um, I felt like it was safe for Ken. Yeah. Like I've seen it before or a version of it. Mm -hmm. And the length of it bothered me. I didn't feel like the length was. I mean, it, it it could, you know, I don't know. It just felt safe. Yeah. It was very well done. Uh, I like that the, he did a high slit. I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, that was very fitting. Right. But maybe if the skirt portion were just a little shorter, I don't know, like an interesting length. Yeah, I I totally agree. It almost seems like the slit is kind of an afterthought in a way, but mm-hmm. I don't know, because it's uh, the way it walked was a little clunky to me. Um, uh. But I think... I think this is also something that Betty Boop would wear. Yeah. It's, you know, I think so. On a red carpet. So, yeah. 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 Not much else to say about it. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so next is Fabio. So what do you think about this? I appreciated how he lined up the prints. I appreciate the work that he did with mitering um, the lines here. But I think he had too much respect for the print. And that was also something that to me was a downfall for this design. I think it was, I think he and Edmund, he was a little more successful with this print than Edmund was. Because Edmund's, I think it was like the Battle of the Rorschach prints. And um, his design was a <laughs> lot more interesting, but it was more about the, the print than it was about the dress or the prompt or Betty Boop. It was, he saw this print and was like, I'm just going to do it. Whatever. Yeah. It's perfectly fine, but holy crap. Um, not for this challenge. So. Yeah, I agree. It looks like she's got two thumbs up on her chest. <laughs> you notice that? <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, now I see it. Now that's all I'll ever see. <laughs> and I like the back better I than I like the front. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, I just, just, I didn't yeah. particularly like this dress. I, and like you were saying, I appreciate all of the work that went into it. But right. it's, I don't know, it's odd. The combination of his technique with this print, I feel like is odd. Yeah. And because the technique gets really lost around the waist where you have a lot of the the ink meshing together and you know doing its thing so mm -hmm. it's just it's a little confusing to me in that way yeah but i think if this were like in a solid color it would be like kick-ass i think if it were in a solid color it would be more noticeable that he did all that stuff around her right waist. It, yeah exactly i and i don't necessarily think that's a good thing <laughs> i just I mean, so you don't you don't like the, I don't like all it the stuff he did around I, the way I don't like it I, I I think it's a play on the print I I think he did that because that's what the print called for but I don't I don't necessarily oh. think that it's something that you would necessarily want to do to make a dress and um I you know I have it it seems more like like a like a creation or a project for yeah um for something that's not going to be worn in real life in a way. I'm I'm still I'm still waiting to be extremely wowed by Fabio. But he's won all these challenges, Amelia. You haven't been wowed I by know, him but <laughs> but so but the last come on, the last challenge he won, it was it was just so similar to the look that he did with Kent when he and Ken were on right. a team. So I was like, all right, well, you know, kind of seen that. So I want to see like something new and be wild. <laughs> Sorry, Fabio. That's that's your order. You have a lot to live up to, <laughs> Fabio. <marching> <laughs> <laughs> and also, I, was I mean, but it's in your favor. <laughs> yeah, and also, who's someone who grew up with the Betty Boop clock on their wall and has had this exactly. kitschy reference for all of his life? I'm like, yeah. come on, Fabio. But like, why oh. was this his fabric that he chose? No, makes wrong. No sense. No sense. Man. He usually doesn't really do prints like that either. So many things. This is a weird challenge. Weird. They did weird things to people. Okay. Do you want to yeah. move on to, to Anthony? The real Anthony? Yes, the, the real Anthony. <laughs> I knew his look was going to be safe, even from mm. the workroom. Like, I, I don't feel like he integrated the that black material enough mm -hmm. into the front. 
Like it's sort of a shell. They like his two fabrics seem really separate here. Yeah. It's almost like because I thought there would be more of the mesh showing and um, yeah, down the front. It, it just, it does look like an apron and it does look so strange around the waist. Like I understand that this is right. what he does, but it looks again, like a project, like, like a Char project, like an Edmund project. Like they all mm-hmm. kind of, got in there and was playing around with the fabric and it was like just shove their models out into the runway it's like it's time <laughs> and you know honestly like the silhouette is cute like i love his draping here and the structure that he's created underneath i think what would be what it would have been interesting if he had made instead of that white what if that were black just like the the underwire portion Ooh, yeah he, i think that could have been really cool because then you've got this like transparent non-transparent you know like you're showing some skin and it, i don't know like there's a little more intrigue i think it also would have to... been interesting if he could have found a way to make that under part the outer part i really yeah. liked the like what he was doing with that mesh fabric underneath right yeah me too so, yeah yeah this looks weird um mm-hmm. but something that betty boop would wear <laughs> that's like the only positive thing i can think yeah about. Yeah, working really well. So it's inter- It's kind of fascinating that some of the safe people, not even some, maybe two or three of them. Okay, no, yeah, the majority of them made something that Betty Boot would wear, um, mm-hmm. and then Stanley's in the top. That's weird. <laughs> Strange to me. So odd. Judge okay. It. Um, <laughs> so I know we usually gloss over the judging section um but Samelia if you don't mind because I thought the judging this week was extremely interesting yeah um did you did you go into this at all or (laughs) I have some thoughts (laughs) on the judging did anything stand out in terms of their feedback Georgina was like Georgina was all over Stanley's dress I'm like are you the reason why he's in the top? Yes. I was so mad. She <laughs> she felt like it was like a Hamptons classic in a Betty Boop way. I'm like, no, no. No. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. No way. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like retro. I'm like, mm-mm. It's just old. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think... <laughs> It's it's kind of like for all of this is um, it's it's interesting because I'm like well he because even like Isaac really liked the Peter Pan collar of his and um, yeah. you know he he just sort of kind of got the the I don't know the end of of a, a very um, critical runway um, critique. Because he was the last to go, and by the time they got to him, his eyes were five times bigger than what his Coke bottle glasses usually make them. Because they had been arguing <laughs> over all the other designers, and I think he had a hard time figuring out who was on the top and who was on the bottom. And they're just like, "Hey, Stanley, you ready for us? Are you scared?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm kind of scared. Do you like my outfit?" And they're like, "We love it." It's like, "Oh my god, great!" And his eyes reduced <laughs> just to three times its normal size. But um, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. 
Um, but what do you think about Isaac's freak out? So Isaac, because yeah, he was he was offended by whose dress was it? Edmund. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I think he was offended by everyone's dress except for Joshua. Like, that is just and is maybe um, some of the safe people. But okay, so this is essentially what happened. They bring them back on, onto the runway for the critique. And they go down the line. We start with Helen and everyone's like, oh, my God, this is so great. And and Georgina, with her laser focus, goes in on how wonderful everything was straightened and mitered out. And she really appreciated everything. And um, I think Isaac was a tad bit shady in his um, compliment to Helen. Do you remember no. what he said? <laughs> What did he say? He no, was like, I forget. He goes, he's like, you know what? I kind of, I, I commend you, Helen, because this is sort of what a tall, thin, flat-chested version of Betty Boop would look like. Oh, it's a nice, yes. you, you have struck a nice balance here. Um, oh, dude. And essentially she did what she could with a model who has a body type that's not Betty Boop. Um, and essentially right. Isaac was saying this would look great on the woman with more curves and, and, and yes. And, and it's sad for them that they had to imagine what these clothes look like on a woman who had hips and a chest and mm. even Mark Kaza, I just mean, like Betty Boop, just like Betty Boop. And even, um, uh, Georgina, Georgina points out, you know, when she goes in on Marlene, she's like, you're covering up her waist and Betty Boop is all about hips waist and wait, like boobs waist and arse you know because she's british right. it's like an ass like it's all about her ass and you're you're not complimenting that at all and and then you know i think isaac says uh something to that effect i'm not really sure but he, they get to edmund and i think they're i think by this moment uh isaac is fed <laughs> up isaac can't take it anymore He's like, I've been sitting here oh. and I'm seeing these awful clothes come out. And Edmund's dress, when it was on the runway, looked even worse to me than yeah. walking. And Isaac goes in. Oh, man. And he goes off on everybody. He's like, y'all, listen. He pulls out the y'all. So Isaac, I think when <laughs> Isaac goes, y'all, that is not good. He's angry. End of story. He's not Southern. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a... Like a, like a like a daily use. He's like, y'all, young and chic every week. That is what I want. And he's just like, I'm like whoa, uh, Isaac. I whoa. That was exactly how. <laughs> it was more like young and chic. We want to see it every week. <laughs> In my head, he was like, young, chic is what I want. Every week, guys. Stop doing this weird shit. Like, what are you doing? And then... Oh, man. What I thought was the funniest thing is Rebecca Minkoff is sitting next to him. She's like, wow, how do I follow that? And then yeah. I swear. So at this moment, I think my mental regard for Isaac went up a hundredfold because he went. He's like, <laughs> I don't know, honey. You have to be some child star or some doll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, Isaac. That is what I've been complaining about every week. They have these children who are critiquing these clothes as if they know something and they don't, or it's a toy or it's a doll. And then this week, <laughs> Isaac was like, 
I had to be Betty Boop. He was just at the end of his, he was just like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to be like, I had to be a cartoon for y'all anyway. Yeah. So I love it. Shady Isaac. It's great because the cameras did this thing. I wrote this down. Like the cameras pulled out and you can see Georgina cracking up. Rebecca Minkoff doesn't know what's going on. So she's like politely chuckling <laughs> at his shady joke. And then Alyssa is side eyeing Isaac like, uh, okay, that's a comment on the whole entire structure of this franchise. I'm going to go back and watch that. <laughs> ha, 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 I guess because Isaac is so oh, upset. Man. He's like, can you guys get some real judges on here? I'm like, please listen, Isaac. Oh, my God. It was great. It was so great. Oh, man. Because next we go to Joshua and Isaac lights up because I feel like in terms of when that happened, I was like, Joshua won, whatever. Isaac is so happy to see him. <laughs> He's like, it's been a minute. Oh my God, Joshua. And this has been Joshua. This is Joshua's first time on the runway for critique, isn't it? <gasps> oh yeah. That's what? why he, I was like, wait, why is he saying it's been a minute? Yeah. yeah. He's never been yep. out there. Six episodes mm-hmm. in and Joshua wow. was a vet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's true. But so finally and I bring up Joshua because I uh, and I mentioned Isaac's critique of him earlier is that he's he tells him that he's like I because to me this is who I think Joshua is in a nutshell and Isaac goes you you brought out anatomy of the body but in a non vulgar way because I think that Mm -hmm. Joshua has been a bit vulgar with some of his designs but this week he did it in such a a nuanced appropriate way and it was well sewn it's all his work is always well sewn but i think this is the most wearable it's been even though to me it's Mm -hmm. it's shocking because it's a see-through skirt with a panty underneath but it's well it's yeah i feel like i can see this out on the street somewhere it's wonderful yeah oh totally so yeah and even if they were more like knickers like you know not a panty but a little longer Right. Then right. I would wear that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would, you know? I would, I would wear it if it weren't see-through. I think that would be so cute. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like a print of Betty Boop's head, just in black and white or even like <laughs> black and gray, like super subtle, black on black. Yeah. On black. Oh my gosh. Oh, you like could have, you that, have like that a matte, so many different colors, yes. a play on it. You could have it in red. Ooh, a red top. Oh, it'd be so oh. cute. Oh my god! I want that, Joshua. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So, before we go on to del- on to who is the winner and who is the lemonade designer, um, did you have any thoughts about the deliberation and the lounge section? You know, I actually I didn't I didn't note anything that I mean I just sort of listened, hmm. but nothing like stood out. Nothing stood out to me. What about you? Well, I noticed that Isaac doesn't like Edmund. Really? Did you? Because I don't oh. know if you caught that where they go Does he through. like any of the designers? <laughs> I think he, because he, it seems like when they deliberate, he tells them who he can and who he wants to see go home and who he doesn't want to see go home. And I think oh, yeah. with that, they got to Edmund and he's like, oh, I can definitely eliminate him. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, Edmund, we've seen the same. We we aren't seeing anything new from him. Yeah. And I didn't really I have to do that I wish they'd do like a menswear they... challenge. Oh, God. No, they're not. If they did that, oh, my I, gosh. I wish. Out of the park. I really want to see Edmund do menswear. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. So I, I that kind of stood out to me. Also, Georgina Chapman's Cockney accent came out. I don't know if you noticed that too. And so, oh, uh, I didn't. Yeah, because she got kind of angry at how much draping and how much bad draping there was. And <laughs> there was a lot. Of yeah, draping she's like, here. I'm looking at uh, and I'm like, whoa, that's wait, is that how she really talks? <laughs> just, <she's> just like. <laughs> It was really, it was, it was definitely like London Cockney coming out. That was great. Yeah. Um, well, you are the linguist of the two of us. I love <laughs> accents. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Anyway. Okay. So we can go into the moment of truth. Finally. Finally. So, Samelia. Yeah. Yes. Who is the winning designer? My bracket wins, Joshua. Yay! <laughs> Joshua. Joshua wins. So did you, Yay. so Joshua gets to make a little mini capsule collection for Torrid.com. Um, have you been on the website to see? I have. And what, do you, and what are your thoughts? His exact top is not on there. I'm like, y'all just did like a super duper dumbed down version. I would be so mad. Yeah. If I were Joshua. The only thing they kept is his, the logo that he created. The yep. I Love Betty. That's that the only all thing. I'm like, dude, kept. y'all had the nerve. They even showed little cartoon Betty Boop with his look on. And then they didn't even... I was so mad. At least do that crop top. That was amazing. I know. Even if it's not in the sequence, you can... I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, and anyway. I, I wonder if it had, had to do with it being um, too expensive to make or um, most likely that's or maybe what it's hard it to sell crop to. tops like that. I don't know. But I don't. Yeah. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations, Joshua. Finally. Yeah, congrats, Josh. Wow. Familia for winning. Yeah, congratulations, Amelia. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but Amelia, who was the lemonade designer? Oh, hey, Samilia, who went home? We don't, we don't need to mention. <laughs> no need to mention. I think we do. Yeah, my bracket was. <laughs> hey, but it's only my first. So Char goes home. Char. But it's only my first loss. Yeah. Right? And I got to win. So they cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sure. I'll give that to you, Samelia. Oh my God. We're still, we're tied technically. Well, we're... it just means that my bracket was the most popular for this week. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. You were, your bracket responded and they, they stood out the most in good and bad ways, but uh-huh. sure. Sure. Mine were all the same. <laughs> or on the bottom. Poor Marilyn. So, oh man, next week is gonna be. Ooh, I feel like Isaac is gonna rip someone a new one. Oh, (laughs) it looks like there's gonna be a rumble on the runway. Oh yeah, with uh, Mr. Joshua up there. I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. Yeah, yeah. So next week is the avant-garde challenge. Yes, it is. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you have any predictions, but it doesn't look good for Edmund. It doesn't yeah. look good for even Marlene, who is would consider herself to be an avant-garde designer. Um, I'm a little worried about these guys. So yeah, so yeah. Who knows? Maybe Stanley will take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid for all of us at this point. <laughs> uh, 
I love your sarcastic hopes and dreams for Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what is Stanley? I'm like, but you know what, babe? Are you being sarcastic or actually? Because he was on the top this week and it didn't make any sense. So that would be um, precisely. He has one in the past. He, you know, it was on his original season. He did win the avant-garde challenge. Do you remember? He made that really beautiful, sad. It was not a sad dress. It was a beautiful, <laughs> happy dress out of this sad print that he designed with Michelle, who won his season. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? And it was no. a beautiful, beautiful dress. <laughs> it was gorgeous. It was wonderful and avant-garde. And he won that. So who knows? Maybe he's just going to maybe he's our wild card. He's going to yeah, be he's gonna wow come us. From behind. OK, so non-sarcastic hopes and dreams for Stanley. Maybe oh, you 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 make the choice. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Yeah. All right. So, um, until the next week, um, Samelia, before we officially say goodbye, do you have yes. any announcements to make, and where can people find you? Um, I'm excited to be working on a new bag for my line textile. Um. And hopefully that will be public by the end of the week. So uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Textile Shop, T-E-X-F-P-Y-L-E-S-H-O-P. And also through my website, TextileShop.com. Yay. Um, And also for me, you can find me on my website, ErnezDavis.com. On all the social mediums at Arnez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And speaking of social mediums, I just launched my Etsy shop. So um, I now have an Instagram account for that at How Indigo. Uh, that's one word, How Indigo, I-N-D-I-G-O. And um, also, <clears throat> I have works up for auction, again, um, at the Houston Center for Photography and for the Penumbra Foundation. And if anyone is around the Houston area, then um, the show will be up until, it's it's on public view until Monday. So you can actually go to the Houston Center for Photography and um, see a, a number of wonderful works by photographers from all over the world. And um, I'll actually be in Houston next week for the auction events. So, so excited, yay. Yay. Um, also, I forgot to mention, we're in the midst of fashion week here in New York. So, so you know, there's a Ooh. lot of stuff that's, that's being um, put online, you know, uh, videos everywhere about the shows that are going on. And and um, just a shout out to all the designers out there who are in the midst of absolute craziness right now, because um, it's quite stressful, as you can see a little bit from this show. Um it's so stressful also, but it's like, also, I, th- I think this is some news that I forgot to put out up front about Marquesa and I meant Marquesa, not Georgina Chapman, but Marquesa um, is actually, actually pulled out of New York fashion week. So they were slated to have a show. Um, but um, due to a lot of recent events in Georgina Chapman's life, she's choosing to not have a physical show and they're going to have a digital show. So um, oh, wow. you guys can look into that. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's an it's a it's a point of transition for her and um the house of marquesa so but um in general that's that's what's happening right now um if you guys are interested um feel free to look around and if you have um any anything that you want to share with us feel free 
Um, again, thanks so much to our listeners who reached out to us and asked us our thoughts on everything that's happening with Weinstein and um, Mark and Georgina. Um, and also what's going on with the show, what the show means and what this show is trying to do, how it's changing, how it can change, what's doing with culture. We want to hear from more of you and more suggestions, more ideas, and also just in general, how you guys are feeling oh, about yeah. this, please. Absolutely. Pick us up, like hit us up on, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, um, send us a, a DM. Um, I just learned today how to, not today, I didn't learn today, but I, to, I need a, a tutorial from Samelia to get to our DMs, but <laughs> she knows how to read the messages and I'll fig- I've figured it out. So, <laughs> so does <it> <laughs> uh, Oh man, learning every day. Come on, we're young and chic. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> all right um so it's so much fun um we're so happy to have you guys join us and um we will see you again next week for another fun episode about this crazy amazing show we call project runway all right so until then we'll say goodbye bye bye